The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world. Broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world. Spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com. Music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. Lillian Daniels, and you're listening to the Happy Knee Radio Show. The Happy Knee Radio Show was created out of a need to really give you more information on how to care for your knee, you know, to really get to the root and be able to solve big challenges that we have so that you can walk around pain-free. And so the Happy Knee Radio Show is aligned with thehappyknee.com where I offer one-on-one consults as well as guides that really allow you to walk yourself through healing your knee. So if you have chronic knee pain or you've dealt with um, knee pain and you really want a solution that works, is effective, and doesn't require any surgery or drugs, that is definitely a place to go. So visit thehappyknee.com. Make sure you get your happy knee um, gift which really has straight-to-the-point solutions. So during today's show, we're going to discuss winter and just the cold and when it comes to your knee. Um, We kind of touched on this before, but it's just, I'm in New York right now, and it's really starting to get pretty cold. And I just was reminded of a lot of the challenges that come up when you have knee pain or when you're trying to ensure that your knee is working to the best of its ability despite the cold, despite, you know, challenging um, temperatures. And so I really wanted to equip you guys with things that would keep you moving, keep you positive, and keep your knee healthy. And so what I'm going to touch upon first is the exercise that you should really look into or add into your routine, especially during the wintertime. And so during the wintertime, you know, everyone knows super duper cold and it's not as easy to just go outside and go for a jog or go outside and maybe walk to work or, um, you know, keep the blood flowing. And so it's extremely important to understand, okay, even though it's the wintertime, you still want to keep moving. And that is something that it doesn't change with the seasons. You know, you want to keep moving. You want to keep the blood circulating. And the wintertime in the cold just makes it that much more challenging. But to avoid that, there are exercises that you can do 
um, that are winter friendly. And so my go-to is really like the quad strengthener. And this is where you're either sitting down, maybe you're, you know, and you're able to do a passive activity. So say you're sitting down at work, or say you're sitting down watching TV, or even if you make, get to make it out to the gym. The quad tightener is basically where you are really going to focus on trying to bring your kneecap towards, you know, towards you. And that requires tightening up of the quad. And so usually you're sitting down, your legs are extended forward, so you're in like an L shape. And you really just kind of want to breathe in, tighten it, exhale, and release. And so I would recommend doing three rounds of about eight um, times to really help to strengthen your quad. Um, now say you're at work. Uh, say you're at work or you're in a seated position. Another great exercise is really, um, you know, a lot of people might know, it, know of it as the curl. And so you're literally just sitting, say your knee is at a 90 degree angle <clears throat> and your feet are planted on the ground and then just extending your leg up and forward and then tightening again, tightening your quad. And this helps to, one, increase the circulation and give your, and strengthen your quad, which the stronger your leg muscles are, the more they are able to help your knee. And so that's, you know, you know, it comes into twofold with that. But say you're at work and you are, you know, sitting for most of the day, when you're doing the leg curl, um, or any other exercise that you're kind of just making sure that your knee isn't locked in a 90 degree angle, you're really encouraging blood circulation and you are helping to prevent um, unnecessary pressure. And so one thing that <clears throat> I realize is a lot of times we sit down or, you know, we are in positions that are putting strain on our knees unconsciously. So say you're standing for a long period of time or say you're sitting in a position where you are locking out your knee. You know, those are things that you want to try to avoid. And being that during the wintertime we are inside most of the time, it's even easier to, you know, fall victim to being in a position that could be harmful for our knee. And so, you know, definitely do the quad strengthener um, and leg curls just to start, you know, and those are exercises that you can do passively or like while you're at work or while you are um, watching TV. And also note that especially during the winter months, you want to keep your knee, um, you want to try to, you know, prevent your knee from being in locked position. So if you're standing for a longer period of time, you know, take a little bit of a walk. Or if you have a job where you're sitting for a long period of time, stretch it out. Like maybe bringing your heel so that it's underneath, you know, your bottom or, and bring, or bringing your leg, extending your leg forward. And both of these movements prevent your knee from being in a locked 90 degree angle, which can put pressure on it. So we discussed, you know, quad um, strengtheners. And another thing, you know, we really... I think that I think the winter time is a great time to recalibrate and you know switch up your routine. So during the during the summertime, your body's warm. Um, it's easier to just you know work out on a whim. During the winter time, 
we're more inclined to stay inside. Um, it's more challenging to push yourself out to the gym. And so instead of fighting against that force, take advantage of what, na what is naturally occurring, right? And so that's why I would highly, highly recommend and advise, you know, trying out different yoga poses because that's another exercise that you can do inside and that doesn't require you to go out. Um, and so yoga poses that I would recommend would be um, the one I really like a great deal in addition to quad strengthening because that can be done when you're sitting in an L shape, but um, is bridge. And the bridge is where you're literally just laying um, you know, on your back with your leg bent and then you're going to lift up your hips and this is helping to strengthen, again, strengthen your leg muscles. And so um, that's one exercise that I would definitely, if you guys, if you feel comfortable doing, I would recommend doing that. And so in addition to quad strengthening and, you know, doing bridge at home and other yoga um, exercises, you guys might be wondering, like, okay, well, what do I do to really stay in shape? What do I do to make sure that, you know, I don't build a hibernating layer of, you know, an extra 10 or 15 pounds during the winter time. And so in addition to diet, because, you know, everyone knows, you know, diet is really at the root of everything. Uh, I would recommend, and I do this myself, is still, if you can make it out to the gym, do that. You know, so first of all, and I speak about this a great deal, you know, be kind to yourself. So if you're not able to make it out one day, you know, don't beat yourself up. Just like, you know, hey, let me do what I can do. And so um, one example is during the summertime, I usually try to get in, I would usually try to get in like an hour of running whenever I did run. And now I scaled it back and it's more adding in like 30 minutes of running and doing weightlifting. And so overall, it's, if you can make it to the gym and when you do make it to the gym, um, be, I would definitely do more of the strengthening exercises because when you build your muscle, you're allowing it to um, burn fat even easier and burn calories even easier. Um, and it helps you to switch it up. And so two of my go-to machines are the elliptical as well as the Stairmaster. The Stairmaster I found has been is really, really effective in helping you to feel, really feel the burn after. Like once you're done with the Stairmaster, you're like, man, I'm, I feel like I've done something, I've accomplished it. And so overall, you know, if you're looking for something that will really get your heart beating, in addition to specific yoga moves, you know, you definitely still go to the gym, um, but just one, be kind to yourself, and two, learn um, and start to do more um, strengthening exercises because that'll really help to combat uh, kind of just like you know the cold and the tendency to like just you know build more fat over this um, over this you know time of year and so segueing into um, you know foods like so it's winter time well what do we eat right and obviously as you can tell I do not like to be cold. I don't like to be cold. <laughs> um, you know, it's like, you know, there's a party. It's like, well, can I, can I watch the party remotely? It's like, of course you can't. But, you know, um, when it comes to 
wintertime and, you know, what to eat. It, you know, sometimes it can be challenging, like, well, do I still eat salads, you know, or, uh, you know, do I still eat a whole bunch of fresh fruits and vegetables? And the answer is yes, you can still do that. However, there are tricks to making it warmer. And so one thing I love uh, are soups. And so um, there's different types of soups. Now, specific to those with knee or joint challenges, it's great to have soups that are made with broth that has been made from uh, a part of the animal that is, that's jointy. I made that up. I'm going to see if that's a term. But it's, you know, a joint part of the animal where it has a lot of cartilage, it has bone, and that once it's really cooked down, those nutrients and those um, benefits are being passed on to you. And so some people might be familiar with like ham hocks, which are used to um, cook greens, cook green beans. And that's just like one example of uh, a meat that you would cook with, you know, and it's like you're getting nutrients from the greens um, and you're getting the nutrients from the soup. I mean, from the, from the broth once the, once the meat is cooked in it. And it's extremely important to note, um, whenever you make a soup, I always, always recommend, and, you know, I do this myself, is do not throw away the water. And so one example of that is when I make um, bean soups, bean-based soups. You rinse the beans, and so usually I, I use dried beans. So you will rinse the beans, and then you'll soak them overnight. And so the reason you want to make sure you rinse the beans um, is because I like to use the water that the beans soaked in because I do not want to go without any of the nutrients, right? So just imagine, like, you know, say you soak black beans. If you've ever soaked black beans before, you can see that the water, like if you take the beans out, the water is like pitch black. And it's just like you can only imagine how many nutrients and how many things that could really help your body are left in that water. And so when it comes specifically to cooking dried beans, which usually require soaking overnight, just make sure that you rinse them off and, um, and then, you know, then soak them. And then that will allow you to use the water and get more of the nutrients. Now, when it comes to, say, a stew or something that isn't bean-focused, so maybe like <clears throat> a minestrone soup or, um, you know, chicken noodle soup, uh, you know, that's something where, again, you just want to make sure that the vegetables and all of the things that you're putting into the soup or creating the broth with are already in a state that you would eat it once it's cooked. So an example of this would be instead of, say, um, boiling the water and putting, um, you know, the piece of ham hock or meat, meat in it, you want to make sure that you're able to really soak in all the nutrients. So instead of taking out the ham hock or, say, if you're making chicken noodle soup, instead of taking out the pieces of chicken with the bone in it that you're using, I like to cook it through and even keep that in there and really allow it to just cook all the way through and just, you know, use it until the dish is all the way, um, all done. Um, and another example of this 
is when it comes to like sauteed greens. Um, there's a method of cooking like kale, uh, collard greens, where you're kind of sauteing with the onions, the herbs, and then you're adding in water to allow it to cook down to a more tender form. And that's just an example of making sure that, you know, even though you're cooking it, you know, until it's very, very, very tender, you're still getting all the nutrients because the broth is in there, right? And so during the wintertime, I highly, highly, highly recommend soups. So I recommend soups, and I recommend also keeping all of the nutrients in there, unless it's something like a, a bay leaf. And even with a bay leaf, you know, I just kind of try to dodge it. If you're, you know, say you're making a, a bean soup and you put the beans in, ba in a bay leaf. You know, you can, you, sure, you can take the bay leaf out, or if you know you're, you made, made it, um, you picked a bay leaf that's large enough that you can pinpoint so that you don't eat it. Um, but overall, you really want to make sure that you're keeping as much of the nutrients in there as possible. And the wintertime is an especially great time to take advantage of cooking things down and really allowing it, really like giving your body some awesome, awesome fuel. So for those that are tuning in, you're listening to the Happy Knee Radio Show with Lillian Daniels. And during the Happy Knee Radio Show, we discuss ways to really take care of your knee, ways that you can, you know, go pain-free, what you should do on a day-to-day -day basis, and really equip you with the, the knowledge and information needed to have a happy knee. Um, and so the recommendations here are really to give serve as a resource so you don't have to take prescription drugs or so that you can have something else to try and um, as a substitute for surgery. So for those that are tuning in, if you have knee pain or you have a loved one that has knee pain, visit thehappyknee.com and make sure you get your free happy knee gift. Now this happy knee gift really spells out and gets to the point of what you can do that is easy, affordable, and most importantly, effective in making sure that your knee is pain-free and that you are really empowered to live your best life. And not just empowered, but like able to, right? You know, because we can get empowered, but it's like if my knee hurts, if I can't move, you only can do so much. So I definitely would recommend visit thehappyknee.com and make sure that you get your happy knee gift. And let's get back to what to do for the wintertime because it is getting cold. So we spoke about, um, you know, eating soup and most importantly, taking advantage of cooking your food, um, you know, down to a point that your body's really soaking up all of the nutrients. So, you know, during the summertime, it's hot. You know, like gazpacho is a cold soup and that's when it's um, most popular. And so, you know, don't look at the wintertime as, oh, man, you know, it's going to be challenging to eat these salads. It's like, you know, it's, it's an opportunity because you get to adapt or try out a different method of cooking that is as much, and sometimes, in some cases, even more nutritious than the way you might eat in the summertime. And one of those, the best ways to take advantage of that is to really cook soups, you know, cook it down and make sure that you are getting all the nutrients. So you're not pouring out the water after you've boiled your vegetables. You're not pouring out the water 
after you have soaked your beans, you're making sure that you're cooking all of your dishes in the same liquid so that you're getting all of the nutrients. So definitely eat soup. Now, a second thing um, I want to touch upon, because, you know, sometimes it can be a little time-consuming um, to make soups. But say you're on the go. It's like, well, what do you eat? What do you eat if you want something warm and you want something that's nutritious? Now, what's really phenomenal is the way that, you know, the earth naturally works for us. So during the winter season, you know, um, root vegetables are extremely, extremely popular. So you'll have turnips, parsnips, carrots, uh, celery root, all these things. And I highly recommend just taking advantage of using them. Now, with, you know, you can use them by throwing them in, throw them in your soup, right? But what I really enjoy is, you know, I'm always in a rush, so I literally will throw, like rinse them off and all that, put in some salt, and just throw them in one pot, and then you cook them. And so my favorite go-to are parsnips, um, celery, and carrots. Now, I tried turnips, and turnips are not the most delicious. <laughs> They are not the most delicious when you, um, when you boil them, but please try it out. Hey, you know, maybe you guys are, you guys like them better than me, but, um, yes, in addition to soups, I would recommend taking advantage of all of those really, you know, unique root vegetables that we might not see throughout the year, like carrots, we get all the time, um, beets, you can usually get all the time, but during the winter months and the cold months, it's an especially great time to get even more variety. So I would highly recommend parsnips, carrots, and I missed, um, I didn't mention beets, but I definitely would recommend, you know, getting beets because those taste absolutely yummy. And literally just put a little bit of salt in some water, bring it to a boil, and let it simmer, and then you have, like, easy on-the-go snacks. So definitely take advantage of root vegetables. <clears throat> and so we touched upon exercises, we touched upon, you know, food, and I don't want to leave you guys without touching a little bit upon positivity. Now, everything is absolutely connected, right? So what we eat can actually influence our mood, um, our ability to walk up the stairs, our ability or lack of ability to do what we want to do can affect our mood. And so with everything, whenever you encounter, you know, a really challenging situation, say your knee is, you know, locking up one day or, you know, any other stressful situation, really try to think positively. And what I do um, and what I, you know, have advised others to do is really create a gratitude journal. And now we've all been told to do this. But the detail as to how has not been specified. So that's what I'll do. Um, anytime you encounter something where you're like, man, I feel so happy. I feel so grateful. Write it down. And so what I use, I use Evernote or I use literally the, just the notepad in my book, in my, in, my, in my phone. And, you know, just every time you feel like a, a burst of happiness, 
you know, have an ongoing list and always just, you know, add, feel free to add to that list. And in addition to writing things down when you feel a burst of happiness or a joy, write, you know, you can do the traditional write a list of things that you're grateful and that you're thankful for. And so with the combination of those two things, um, that is a great reference to really look to when you're feeling kind of, you know, very challenged or like, you know, what the heck, you know, what the heck is going on? Because what's unfortunate is that habit as well as repeated thought have a huge, huge, huge impact on it. So I know, I don't know if you guys have experienced this as well, but sometimes when you encounter one bad thing, everything for the rest of the day seems negative. You know, like it's just like, you know, say you spill, you know, coffee on your shirt, right? And you're like, oh man, you know, like that affects your mood. Maybe you're not as, you know, you know, um, not, you're not as happy. You're not as, um, you know, inclined to be like, oh, that's okay when someone bumps into you, you know? And it's just like, you have that, that effect on your mood, but also, it can, it can make you think everything else is bad, right? Things like, oh my gosh, I have coffee on, you know, spilled on my shirt. The rest of the day is going to be bad. You know, my boss is going to, you know, you know, be challenging. And it's just like really be aware of when those things come up. Because during the winter months, you know, I think sadness is even more prevalent. And so definitely combat it with, you know, your list of gratitude, things that, you are very, very thankful for. And you can allow it to be organic. You don't have, like, I'm not going to give you, I literally, I was deliberate in not giving a number because I know when I was told, write a thing, list of things that you're grateful for. And I was given a number. I, like, almost got anxiety when I was just like, crap, you know, I'm not at that number. I think it might have been, like, um, 100 or it might have been 25. But it's, like, right off the bat, I wasn't able to write everything down. And so I started to write down things that didn't really pull huge, huge, huge gratitude, right? And so that's why I decided that I really wanted to take note of, you know, oh my gosh, I feel so happy. Like, I feel happy when I get to, you know, treat myself to a donut from Donut Planet. I feel happy after I work out and just like note that feeling of joy. And um, that's just another opportunity for you to really make the winter awesome. And so, for those that are tuning in, you're listening to the Happy Knee Radio Show. I'm your host, Lillian Daniels. And the Happy Knee Radio Show is really here to give you solutions to your knee pain, help you um, be better equipped to take care of your knee. Because going around with, like, a pained knee is not fun. But more importantly, it's not necessary. You know what I mean? Like, if you are in pain, there are ways that you can get out of pain that are like low risk, effective, holistic, natural. Um, and that is what the Happy Knee Radio Show is here for. So if you have knee pain or, you, or a loved one that you know of has knee pain and, you know, you can really see that they're, they're kind of going through it or you're really going through it, um, visit thehappyknee.com. Make sure you get your Happy Knee gift. And I definitely want to take note that sometimes we can kind of get in a cycle and not 
acknowledge, you know, for example, sometimes, like I know when I tore my ACL and I was going through recovery, the way I walked adjusted um, to account for the knee pain. And so it's important to understand, okay, like what activities am I, am I missing out on, you know, because of this knee? Um, am I not walking up the steps because I have knee pain? Am I not, you know, walking to work even though I could? Like am I just, am I taking a, a train? Am I not able to do certain activities? And so, you know, one, do not accept a level or quality of life that you, you don't, you're not happy with. And two, it's like really make sure you check out um, thehappyknee.com, get your happy knee gift, because it's really there to give you solutions that you can be as happy as possible with your knee. And so, again, today's radio show um, was really touching upon what to do for the winter months, right? And so, what to do for your knee, for your knee, for the winter do squat strengthening um, and uh, leg curls, and then when you're if you're sitting all day, you, you want to make sure that you're you know allowing your knee to stretch out, allowing your leg to be extended. Um, if you're standing all day, you might want to be able to allow yourself to take a walk. Right? Um, we touched on what food to eat. You know, take advantage of soups. Make sure that you're not throwing away the water. That you're really getting all the nutrients. And we touched upon stress, you know, really be kind to yourself, write down a gratitude journal, list all the things you're happy about, um, you're thankful for, and that really provide you joy. And these are just really, really great essentials to help you get through the cold months. So if you have any questions, if you have a knee pain, visit thehappyknee.com. Feel free to contact me through that or... Um, make sure that you at least sign up to get your um, Happy Knee Guide, which is a free gift, and it gives you easy-to-do, implementable solutions to your knee. Hope you guys have a great one. Thank you so much for tuning in with me.